Welcome to this Wednesday evening broadcast. We're excited you're joining us. So excited that you're with us. We're just going to break some of the, uh, the Word of God down this evening. I want you to go ahead and get your Bibles out, get your phone open to the Bible app or whichever, what app you use, iPad, whatever. We're going to look at Romans, the 8th chapter. We're going to break it down as we just go through it. We're really going to be talking about the flesh versus the spirit. We're talking about maturing as a believer and walking in the spirit and do not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So if you'll get your Bible out, I'm going to start reading in Romans 8 and 1. And so it says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. If you're in Christ Jesus, there's no condemnation. He's not beating you over the head for being uh, for missing it or being a fool with certain things, uh, being an idiot about certain things, because, you know, to know to do good and not to do it is sin, and sometimes we all miss it, but don't be condemned. Grab a hold of yourself and mature up. And so let's look in verse 2. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. Come on, we're free from the law of sin and death. We're no longer sinners saved by grace. We're saved by grace. We're the righteousness of God. We're the children of God. And we can expect to be led by God. We're not professional sinners anymore. We're in the kingdom of God. And so the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set us free. So I say, I'm free. I'm free. Verse 3, For what the law could not do, Weak as it was through the flesh, God did, sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh as an offering for sin. He, he condemned sin in the flesh. The law couldn't do it, but God did it. We couldn't keep the law. The law couldn't change us because we couldn't keep it. But Jesus came, kept the law, walked perfectly, lived perfectly, died on the cross for our our inconsistencies, our sin, our weaknesses. He conquered death, hell, and the grave for us. He's our victorious champion. And so he condemned sin in the flesh because he became flesh and walked among us. So, so in verse 4, so that the requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us. I couldn't fulfill the law and I still can't fulfill the law, but Jesus fulfilled the law in me for me. That's called grace. And grace doesn't, doesn't, is not, it's not a, a something that, that I can still sin and walk in sin and just ask forgiveness and be free. No, that's not maturity. That's immaturity. God wants us to be perfect, which means mature. God wants us to grow up and quit walking in the things of the flesh and being angry and being impatient and being everything uh, the opposite of the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, unloving, uh, sad, bitter, and angry. Uh, we, need to be, we need to have the patience of God and the life of God uh, in us in a, in a mighty way. So let's keep going. So that the requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk to the, according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who are according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, and those who are according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For the mind, for the mind set on the flesh is death, but the mind set on the Spirit is life and peace. The, where's the battleground? Right here in your mind. Flesh 
Our spirit is in the mind right here. And so we need to on purpose pursue the spirit realms, pursue the spiritual things of God on purpose. But guess what? Your mind's going to fight, fight you. Your mind's going to say, oh, my TV show Friends is on. The, your mind's going to say, oh, let's go fishing. Uh, let's don't pray today. Let's get up and let's just cook breakfast for everybody. And let's don't pray. Let's don't spend time with God today. Let's just let's, let's go to the baseball game. We're not going to church today. We're not going to study the Bible. Oh, see, that's that's your flesh. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but you know what? Those things can become your God. But you need to have God as Father. You need to have that relationship set as, as number one. That relationship set as number one with God. Uh, so so uh, for because the mindset on the flesh is hostile towards God. But those who are in the flesh cannot please God. That's verse 7. And we're talk, And so, so I'm talking about right here. Uh, those who set their minds on the flesh cannot please God. We want to please God as a, as a believer, as a Christian, as a saint. It's our responsibility to be pleasing to God. And I'm talking about being a baby Christian. I'm talking about let's grow up. Let's don't be baby Christians anymore. Do you know that you can have gifts and callings from God and still be a baby Christian? Do you know pastors and evangelists and they'd still do baby things and they're not and even though they're called, even though they may be anointed to preach the gospel, they still do baby things. They still do immature things. I mean, if you ever met a pastor get in the flesh and choose somebody out for this, and that and the other, that's that's immaturity. That God didn't call anybody to chew anybody out. Did Jesus chew anybody out? If he did, he did the religious people, the Pharisees. But mostly ministering to people and God's gifts are to minister to people. We're to love people and we're to show kindness and mercy and grace to them. And we're supposed to, yeah, we're supposed to tell them that sin. You're not supposed to be doing that. But there's a ways to do it without calling hellfire and, and, and brimstone on them. And so, listen, we're talking about pastors, deacons need to grow up. We're talking about every Christian needs to go to the next level in God. Age has nothing to do with it. You can be 80 years old and still be a baby Christian. You can be 70 and still be. You can be 110 and still be a baby Christian. And you can be eight years old and be more mature than somebody that's 50 years old. And if you train your children correctly, the Bible says a child can lead you. Jesus led people as a child. He went into the temple asking questions and answering questions. Come on, so so it's not about age. It's about maturing, maturing in spiritual things. We need to teach our children to mature in spiritual things. So let's dive into verse 9. However... You are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. I don't care what you did yesterday. You ask God to forgive you and cleanse you and you stand up upright and let's get into the spirit. How long does it take to ask to get God to forgive you? Do you have to, you know, beat yourself up for three weeks? You have to repent for nine days? No, you quit thinking that way. You quit being hostile towards God. You repent from rebellion. You change your mind, which what repentance really truly is. You're changing that hostility, that rebellion against God, and I'm going to do it God's way. And so, however, you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells on the inside of you, Christian, the spirit of God's on the inside of you. When is the last time you acknowledge the Holy Spirit? Holy Spirit, talk to me. When is the last time you asked the Holy Spirit to show you how many times he spoke to you through your life? You need to learn that. You need to know that was oh, that was the Holy Spirit. That wasn't me. You know, I, I, I had I have many arguments with myself and sometimes I find out that's not me. That's the Holy Spirit. I'm arguing with the Holy Spirit. Do you know that most of the prophets in the Old Testament and most of the, the priests, they, they had arguments with God? Oh, I, 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 Gideon, 
I can't do that. I can't do that. Well, God finally talked him into going and to battle, and then he took uh, the majority army away from him, and I, he's still in a fear and panic. And so you can't, you know what? It's the best not to argue with God. It's submit to His plan, and let's pray, pray more, pray more, pray more to get the plan of God and how to proceed and do something. So, so we are, are in the Spirit. We have to walk in the Spirit and not the flesh. So, but if anyone does not have the Spirit of God, does not belong to God. Verse 10, if Christ is in you, and Christ is in you, believer, though the body is dead because of sin, yet the Spirit is alive because of righteousness. You are alive in the Spirit because you have right standing with God. And what I want you to understand is you have right, you're right with God. If you don't feel like you're right, get right. Come on, quit playing around and wallowing in sin. Well, I'm not any good. Ain't no sense in changing because I'm not any see that that's 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 immature that's baby that's baby talk that's immaturity but we need to set our mind on what god has done for us see christ is in verse 10 christ is in you say it with me christ is in me christ is in me though the body is dead because of sin the spirit is alive because of righteousness verse 11 but if the spirit of him who raised up christ from the dead dwells in you and it does he who raised christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal body through His Spirit who dwells in you. My goodness, He'll strengthen your body. He'll make you stronger. You look at the old, look at Samson. Um, he caught foxes. He, he killed a thousand Philistines. And then that's the spirit of power of God on him. David had that same spirit on him. Do you know Jesus had to have that spirit to endure all the beating before He ever went to the cross? You know, they, they, they can't find where somebody was scourged and crucified at the same time. But to, be, to be able to withstand the scourging and then to go to the cross, He died when he wanted to but listen god wants to quicken your body and quicken your mind and, and if you'll start taking hold of things of god with your mind your body will follow and you need to rule your body and you need spirit your spirit needs to rule uh your mind verse 12 so then brethren we are under obligation not to the flesh to live according to flesh for if you live according to the flesh you must die but if by the spirit you are putting uh to death the deeds of the body you will live Listen, the way of the Bible says the way of the transgressor is hard. Christian, it's time to quit living in sin. It's time to quit dabbling with sin. It's like somebody said, you know, you're either on God's side or you're on the devil's side. And somebody ran and jumped on the fence. And the devil said, yep, that's my fence too. There is no fence. And you know what, Christian, it's time to live righteously. Quit living out of your flesh and, and trying to get revenge or, or think you've been, you're living in a mistreated life or you, you never get blessed or you're looking at what circumstances has done or what your parents have done or what life has brought you or what this job you're working at. That's circumstances. We're not talking the circumstances. We're talking the spirit of God on the inside of you and spiritual things that God wants to change on the inside of you and quicken you. And so we want to live according to the spirit. And verse 14 says, for all who are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For all who are led. So what we can expect, the sons of God, which you are a son and a daughter of God, say it with me, Christ is in me. I'm a child of God. I can expect to be led by God. What it is, is you're doing your own thing and asking God to bless it instead of being led by the Spirit of God. And all of us, all of us, everybody, I don't care your favorite preacher on TV, whoever you watch, whose books you read, we all can be led better by the Spirit of God. We have to tune in and hear the Spirit of God. Verse 15, For if you have not received the Spirit 
For, verse 15, For you have not received the spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons and daughters by which we cry out, Abba, Father. Did you know that Jesus came and he set a new precedent for God, that God was Father, that God was Father, that God was his Father? They said, you blaspheme. But he said, God's your Father. He told Mary when he came out of the tomb, he goes, I'm going to my Father and your Father. I'm going to my God and your God. Isn't that awesome? He calls him our Father. He's our Father. He taught us to pray, our Father which art in heaven. He's our Father. We're sons and daughters. We can expect to be led by God, the Spirit of God, that God has good for us, not evil for us, that God loves us, that God can be kind for us. But we have to get in line and submit our will to God's will. It's called position, position, position. It's our position. You may not be walking in it, but it is still your position. Huh? Well, what do you mean? Let's talk about a little bit. In verse 16, the Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, heirs also, heirs of God, and fellow heirs with Christ, if, if indeed we suffer with Him, that we may be glorified with Him. We're the heirs of God. Jesus is our brother. We're in the family. That is our position. Whether you act like it or not, Christian, whether you get off into the flesh, you're still a child. You know, my children did some stupid stuff. I did some stupid stuff as a son, but my mom and dad, they still love me. I'm still their child. And even if they did deny me, <laughs> I, I got a birth certificate. They're my mom and dad. I'm still in their family. Uh, you know what? If you know, we, we, They may try to disown me, but they can't. When you become a child of God, you become an heir, a joint heir with Christ. But our position now, that's our position in God, that we're the children of God. We need to start acting like it. We need, I'm a child of God. The reason that you don't uh, act like a child of God is because you don't know who you are. You, relate, you don't know your relationship with the Father. You don't know your relationship with the Son. And the more you know who you are, we're going to grow in that. We're going to talk about these on Wednesday nights. We're going to become closer to God, and we're going to start walking into the things that He's called us to do. Wow, we're going to start having fun in life because we're doing what God said to do. And we'll be ready to answer, and we'll have the power of God on the inside of us because we're not going to live according to the flesh, but we're going to live according to the Spirit. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you that you bless them, Lord God, that they go back and read it again, and you give them even greater understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless y'all. See you Sunday morning.